Then the camera pulled back even further. And we saw that in about half a mile, the road would lead us onto a bridge. A bridge that would carry us over a river. A river so dark and wide and churning that it looked more like an ocean. Then our driver started swearing again. Will and I glanced up from my phone, and that was when we saw that the bridge we were bearing down on was under construction. And that halfway across the river, it simply stopped. The very last thing I remember is grabbing Will and wrapping my arms around him just as the limo slammed through a wooden barrier. Then that sick feeling you get from a sudden drop and Will screaming, To infinity and beyond! After that, nothing. No memory of hitting the river. No memory of the icy black water filling my lungs. But I know it must have, because, well, because I'm dead. So what's it like to be dead? Well, the best part is that up here you don't have to worry about anything. In fact, you can't worry about anything, even when you try. I can't even worry about what happened to Will. So, mostly, I just hang out on this comfy cloud couch in the sky. They get pretty cute with that cloud motif up here. Eating perfectly buttered, perfectly salted popcorn from a bowl that never gets empty. While watching EarthTube, which is sort of like a live-streaming video of the whole world. If, for instance, I want to see what my BFFs, Crystal, Betty, and Madison, are up to, or if I want to find out if Ruby and Wyatt are still hooking up, all I have to do is whisper their names, then click this golden remote, and their lives come up like a movie on my screen. As though the entire planet is just one big, huge reality show starring whoever I want it to star. It's heaven. Or at least, it's how I imagine heaven to be. Though I have no way of knowing what it's really like. Because I, myself, am not dead. None of that stuff I told you about just now actually happened. Oh, come on. Did you honestly think I was dead and, like, beaming this story down to you from heaven? Then you're even easier to fool than I thought. Though I'm sorry I misled you. Really, I am. But once I get going... Once I start reinventing reality and spinning it off in a whole new direction, it's damn near impossible for me to stop. Though the truth is, I mean the real, honest-to-God truth about why I can't seem to keep myself from exaggerating, is that my actual life sucks. Big time. Why does my life suck? Why does it suck? Well, because, well... I'm a vampire, and once a month in the middle of the night, when the full moon rises over the lonely moor, I wake with a raging thirst clawing at my throat, a thirst that can only be quenched by one thing. So I rise up from my coffin and lurch out into the night to buy some Dr. Pepper. Sorry, I couldn't resist. But seriously. The real reason my life sucks is that my father's a dog catcher and my mother's a meter maid. Actually, that's not true. My father's a clown and my mother's a trapeze artist. Actually, that's not true either. I don't have a clue who my father is and my mother is a famous movie star.
Actually, that is true, though I wouldn't blame you if you didn't believe me. Because, as you might have noticed, I like to stretch the truth a bit. I like to enhance, embroider, embellish. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. I am a big, fat liar. Lying's what I do. I'm sort of known for it. The kids at school even have a joke about me. How can you tell if Colette is lying? Her mouth is open. In fact, I'm what your English teacher calls an unreliable narrator. And I'm what Crystal, Betty, and Madison call an unreliable friend. They call me much worse than that, actually. Though only when one of my lies backfires and nearly gets us all expelled or arrested or something, but that hardly ever happens, because I'm just so darn good at it. Or, as my mother's fond of saying...